0: Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 41, it is Mother's Day, May the 13th, 2007, the, I don't know, what day is this, 6th Sunday of Easter or something, yes, hey Dave, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm fine, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good, we're we're late, we had a funny day.
1: Yeah, we kind of didn't think we were even going to do this thing, so I'm not sure what's going to come to pass with this whole deal, but.
0: But, but we wanted to say Happy Mother's Day anyway.
1: Happy Mother's Day to our mothers and to all mothers, wherever they may be. Indeed. <laughs> and um, Mother's Day, that's an important one, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like more important than Father's Day in a way, I think. What? <laughs> what do you think?
0: <laughs> to the mothers it is.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, but is, isn't it one of those things, that it's a bigger deal, isn't it? Don't you think just...
0: It is a bigger deal, I guess, you know, because...
1: I'm not saying that's fair, necessarily, but, you know. You
0: know that there's more emotionalism tied up with mothers, usually.
1: Yeah, why is that? Because they're girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Are you pissed today, or what?
0: Well, I'm not pissed about mothers, I'm just...
1: I don't know, it sounds like you might be.
0: No, I'm just saying that women, you know, they major in emotional stuff and we don't yeah so minor in it yeah
1: unless we're obsessed and like bawling over a girl or something like for, <laughs> <when> we're drinking
0: <laughs> yes well that could happen <laughs> so.
1: um so yeah so should we talk about the readings why not okay so uh, what do you think of these
0: okay the first reading was acts we're going through acts right And then we have, and it was more, last week they were making a church, right? And this week they're even more making a church. Right. And then that crazy revelation crap. Oh, yeah. And then the gospel was what? Um, Uh, That's the one where. It was more more John 14, Jesus loves you and. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit and peace be with you and blah, blah so i mean that's that's cool stuff see actually see now it's night usually we do this in the morning so i've already been to church right uh-huh. and and the priest actually talked about this
1: whole pe- So we can rip the priest off
0: no because i didn't want to talk about this anyway he oh, did he talked about the gospel and how peace be with you and the holy spirit and don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid which is a good message sure you know but I was like see here here's a thing I was afraid to talk about you read this first reading and you've heard of and like Vatican II right if you heard of that yeah sure. yeah <laughs> it's like a council of the church technically you know they have these ecumenical councils where the whole church gets together and and makes a decision or something right well this is actually considered the first ecumenical council
1: was a couple guys
0: yeah, it's, it's because Paul was out there with the Gentiles, and they were having issues, right? The issue was, do we have to do, you know, they're getting all these non-Jews to become Christians, and they said, well, do we have to follow all the Jewish laws? And, and so they said, we don't know, because it's a new thing. So the, so the church f- from Paul's place went out, and they went to Jerusalem to hook up with Peter, Right? So this is sort of the council of the church. The whole church got together and made a decision. And they decided that, no, you don't have to follow all these Jewish laws because that's not really part of Christianity. I mean Christianity came from that. But, you know, the you you can't eat pork and all this when, you know, these guys are used to eating pork, right? <laughs> so it's not part of their heritage. So they decided, okay, the only thing you can't do is the really bad things like abstain from meat sacrificed to idols because blah blah blah. And they went, Okay, and everybody was happy.
1: That so sounds like a good thing.
0: It was. But it's like, you know, they got together, they said, This is the issue, what do we all think? Okay. And they made a decision and they went on. And
1: so but is that not how it don't normally happen? No, so
0: that's well? good. Well, you know, but usually there's some issue in councils, and, and it's like but that's made me think, you know, that that's why I was mad. I said so it made me think of Vatican two, right? Mm-hmm. Which John the Twenty third called and he wanted journamento. See, normally when you have a council, it's because, you know, there's some big issue. There's a heresy or something. Right. And John 23rd kind of went, you know, we're just a little bit too stuffy. We need some, you know, fresh air. Open the windows and let let the Holy Spirit in. Uh-huh. Now, now, admittedly, the church, you know, people went nuts over this. And we've had this talk, like you know, they invoke the Holy Spirit as opposed to, you know, the whole spirituality versus hierarchy thing yeah. that we've kind of been talking about. It's more of that. And and I'm kind of like, but now we're trying to ram the Latin math back down my throat and I'm kind of like,
1: mm. What, are they trying to do that?
0: Well, the, the new pope is kind of in favor of it and our bishop is kind of pushing it. And I'm kind of like, no. <laughs> so I was going to whine and bitch and complain, but...
1: Well, what's that mean? So everybody would have to Listen to the Latin Mass now. Latin it? Last Mass would be back. There wouldn't be any in the vernacular. Or... Well, they're
0: they're not being that bad, but they're but I think they would if they thought they could. <laughs> but they're they're trying to you know bring it back to you know a normal thing. And I'm like, I don't think that's so good.
1: Well, I you know I hate to be like a kind of a marketing guy, but you know Catholic Church is kind of getting kicked in the ass in terms of people leaving you know because it's not contemporary and not keeping up with I mean it's taking a hit even taking a hit Latin America which is one of its strongholds
0: yeah
1: it seems like exactly the wrong direction to be going on
0: that, 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 would, that would kind of be my point <clears throat> uh, that I'm like you know what you're, you're starting to piss me off and there's not too many people more Catholic than me sure <laughs> and I'm like I don't know Seems kind of stupid it does to me. So. But, so,
1: you know, it's not the first stupid thing that's been done. It's true. So, you
0: know. So I, I was going to really rant, and I think I'm done.
1: <laughs> well, wow, that wasn't much of a rant.
0: Well, well I'm not really done, but I'm going to be done, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> well, you know, when I read that first reading, I was thinking, I, I think they didn't really have much choice because they would have had to require, like, uh, adult males to get circumcised.
0: Yes, they would have.
1: And that, I think, would have been a hard sell.
0: Uh, they, they did that for a while. Some people did that. There are yes. some readings
1: well, but But, you know... See, I think that's another marketing issue. If you're trying to get people to, like, belong to your club or your organization, well, yeah, you can belong, but um, we're going to have to um, cut off part of your penis, probably without <laughs> any anesthesia. And yeah. I think that really would have limited the, you know...
0: But but you know, Dave... Yeah. The, the, that, that's true, except for the club that you're asking them to join is the Crucifixion Club. Anyway, so, you know, <laughs> a little foreskin isn't such a big deal when the guy set in a direction got nailed to a cross, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you, you kind of want to lead into those things sometimes. Maybe maybe after they, you know, in there a while and say, hey, I really want to be here, kind of right off the bat, I mean, that's basket quite a bit, I think. Yeah, I think they but I think they they saw the they saw the problem with that and made the right decision, I'd have to say.
0: Yeah. What's well, that's what I'm saying. I you know, I don't I don't have a problem with Peter and Paul getting together. That's what I'm saying. That seemed a reasonable thing they did, right? Sure. They they said, We have an issue, we need to get together and talk about it. They did, they said, Okay, we're gonna do this and they went, Okay and then they went on.
1: Well, see, I think what what's going on, your thing with what they're attempting to do, I think this is something we're seeing all over the place in the rise of fundamentalism and what have you, is that there's such a rapid uh, pace of change that, um, you know... We're reacting. Huh?
0: We're reacting.
1: Exactly. Yes. And it's like, well, what do you do? You go back into what you know or what you think is going to provide security. It, you know, it's not... It's not particularly the right way to approach it. I mean, it doesn't actually get you anywhere. But I mean, it's a somewhat understandable reaction, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, I think you need to have—that's the time you need to have some pretty good leaders that you know can shepherd people through changes and and take them to the next level. And,
0: and that's a tough job, and you need to be good.
1: <laughs> uh huh. So. Right. Right. Well, you know, I don't know. You know, sometimes the way these organizations, whether whether you're talking a church or you're talking political structure, I mean, sometimes the way people rise to the ranks there is be by being a, a little bit reactionary and just sort of um, toe on the line and being a good company man or, in whatever yeah. way. You know, tr- and they, yeah. That works for them to rise to the ranks, and then when they get in a place to make decisions, they think, well, I'll just do the same thing. Yes, all there are, the rules. Yeah,
0: you know, there are always factions on both sides that one or another you can please, and yeah. But like you say, normally that's not the right answer. Normally the answer is to try and figure out what the conflict is and resolve it, not say, "Okay, we're going to hardline one way or the other." Sure. That doesn't usually fix anything.
1: And I think oh. you know, it's, since we're talking about spirituality, and religion. I mean, actually listen to what the Holy Spirit is directing, rather than what you think might, you know, support whatever your constituency or whatever. Exactly. You really have to, I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what, you know, your spiritual leaders are supposed to be able to listen to where they're being directed. Um, But I I, I do think also sometimes there there is this sort of um, thing, I think it's always been, I don't know the specifically the Catholic Church, but, you know, this idea of being defender of the faith, too, and I think sometimes that gets translated into, well, we're going to maintain this tradition no matter what. You know, that that's the idea that that's what we're supposed to do. And I, I think, I don't know, I think sometimes that it doesn't always work that well.
0: I know. You get people who are a little zealously misguided or something, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Jesus was all that way, and so, no. and and you're supposed to be Him too. That's the other thing you're doing, right? <laughs>
1: I don't know. Well, you have to go back to. I mean, I think it's an interesting thing you're pointing out at, the, at this beginning levels of the church. I mean, they were in a very volatile situation. Number one, they were being persecuted. And number two, they were dealing with like uh, getting an idea to a, a wide variety of disparate cultures, and and uh, you know. Communicating in different ways and adapting to local mores. I mean, they had to be adaptable. They couldn't just be going in there and saying, "Well, this this is completely it." You know, I mean, they had to be able to like react to their situation. I think
0: the thing is, yes, but they had to be more open, and they were. And and now it's like, I don't know.
1: Well, that's like you know that that's the same thing as like not to bring it to a more mundane example of like Ford and GM you know GM forever was the biggest car dealer, car manufacturer in the world and the biggest or the biggest in the US and now they're supplanted Toyota' is number one but half the reason a large part of the reason that is they, they just stubbornly would maintain to they didn't react I mean they didn't respond to reality I mean they just said well we're the biggest and we we'll, we'll create the reality we'll make the reality but they were wrong about that you know that the reality was being made around them and leaving them behind And that's what's something that i think is well you know i am certainly not as catholic as you uh, by any stretch of the imagination but you know i think that's been a big problem with the church for years is that they they think well we're so big that you know we we don't have to kind of you know adapt or do anything and I, i think it's I think it's foolhardy, frankly. I mean, I think they're losing.
0: Well, yeah. Except their point would be that well, we have adapted, and now we've got all this crazy Protestant stuff going on in our churches, and and we're having trouble. So that must be the problem, you know. So we're going to go back to the fifties <laughs> when it was good, you uh, know. I mean, it's 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 a misperception of you know misperception
1: I don't know. Of what's going on. I think the, yeah. it, it's a misperception of what what people are really looking for in from their church.
0: It's true people are looking for something. And and we've not been giving it to them, but right. But they but they're just looking at the charts, right? Look at the mass attendance, it's going down. Look it was good, you know, 40 years ago, so we should go do what we did then. You know, that's like, you know, like you're saying making a factory well this was good 40 years ago we should do what we did 40 years ago that
1: doesn't work
0: anymore <laughs> no. you know so it doesn't i don't know
1: and the the the, the you know the, i think you know i think one thing about the catholicism is that you know i think the traditions and the sacrifice of the mass and, and the, the basis, some basic stuff is really important it needs to be maintained but i think you get kind of caught up in, in minutiae uh, and things that really don't matter in terms of, I don't know, local differences or structure or certain elements of the of the mass or certain elements of the yeah. worship. I mean, they get all caught up on, I mean, they're like Pharisees or something. I mean, exactly. so caught up in the letter of the law, they've completely missed what's important. And,
0: and, and here, we the people who are going to hell are trying to tell them, boy, this sounds familiar, doesn't it?
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. Things do circle back like that. Don't they?
0: And is that like foosball at all, Dave? (laughs) Sometimes that ball just comes back at you. You know, you think you're taking a good shot, and damn it, what's this doing back in my end again, you know? Well,
1: you know, that's also that ties in with, you know, you get so focused on what you're doing, you don't see the whole picture of what the other... Side is up to, or to how they're adapting to what you're doing. Right,
0: I've done this same move every time for the last, you know, Great. ten years, and it's always worked fine. Always
1: worked. You know what? It doesn't work anymore.
0: <laughs> you need a new shot.
1: But if I keep doing it, it's bound to work. I'll just keep doing it; it's bound to work. It's isn't
0: that? Isn't that the
1: the pure definition of insanity? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Doing the
0: same thing over and over again, expecting different results.
1: Yes. Absolutely. So. And 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 the story of my um, relationship life as well. <laughs> Me too. My relationship.
0: I'm trying to change, though, Dave. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying
1: to be right. open to things. But. Me too. I'm hoping. Well, I do have a, a a quote to read from Jung about mothers for Mother's Day. Okay. It's a little lengthy and a little esoteric here, but uh, I kind of liked it.
0: Isn't that guy nuts? Jung. Yeah. Oh
1: no, Jung's a great. Jung was great.
0: You did you major in psychology? I did. Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know. From a, well, you know. He of all the, to be quite frank, of, of all the um, psychologists, he's probably the most spiritually oriented. I mean. All right. Well,
0: okay. I'll descend a psychologist, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So go.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So he's talking about mothers. This, this is the mother love, which is one of the most moving and unforgettable memories of our lives. The mysterious root of all growth change. The love that means homecoming, shelter, and the long silence which everything begins and which everything ends. Intimately known and yet strange like nature, lovingly tender and yet cruel like fate, joyous and untiring giver of life, Mater Dolorosa and mute, blackable portal that closes upon the dead. Mother is mother love, my experience, and my secret. Why risk saying too much, too much that is false and inadequate and beside the point about that human being who was our mother the accidental carrier of that great experience includes herself and myself and all mankind and indeed the whole of created nature the experience of life whose children we are the attempt to say these things has always been made and probably always will be but a sensitive person cannot in all fairness load that enormous burden of meaning responsibility duty heaven and hell onto the shoulders of one frail infallible human being so deserving of love indulgence, understanding and forgiveness who was our mother. He knows that the mother carries for us the important image of the Mater natura, Mater spiritualis, of the totality of life of which we are a small, helpful part. That's it.
0: Thank you, Mom.
1: <laughs> so, Mom, so the, the, to distill that down, you know, you are you're, you're a fallible human being, forgive you, you participate in this whole big cycle of life, much for any of us to really understand what the hell it's all about but thanks happy mother's day
0: and and baking cookies actually helps
1: yes cookies are a good part there you go don't forget though (laughs) all right all right man
0: all right thanks
1: see you you can make it shoot it
0: momog.com